Hi, my name is Jurian Arney, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and host of the Cultivative Conversation podcast. Join me as I engage listeners in conversation about mental health-related topics and use questions designed to assist with exploring things of gratitude, nostalgia, sharing, and learning, to normalize mental hygiene, and to invoke togetherness and intimacy through conversation. I hope to talk to you soon. Hello, everyone. This is Tracy D. Armstrong, and welcome back to What's Your Mess? Mental, Emotional, Social Status of Life. And again, we have another special guest joining us to tell us a little bit about their mess. And we have today Mrs. Sheena Johnson. Sheena, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Hi, my name is Sheena Johnson, and I am an author and business owner and um, Christian counselor, and uh, I own Safe by Grace Through Faith Logistics, which is a uh, trucking company along with my husband, and I also have 24-Hour Entrepreneur, which is a hub for um, Bible-believing business owners to come together, um, get, gain accountability, help, um, resources, and community, and I'm also an art, the author of The Christian Entrepreneur. Wow, you have several things going on. That is amazing. I'm just, I'm like, this is going to be so exciting for me. Okay, Mom, okay. So I know that you haven't always been the author, the CEO, the uh, the 24-hour entrepreneur. I know this. So can you tell the listeners a little bit about the mess that you may have gone through in your life? Absolutely. So in about um, 2007, 2007, well, I'd just bring it up a little bit, maybe about 2009, 10 era, era, I was going through a really, really rough patch in my life. Uh, I was a single mom and I had, well, newly single mom, I was separated from my then husband and I uh, was going through an ugly divorce and I had two small children. And life was just kind of, I was just trying to figure out life. Uh, I was trying to be a hairstylist. So I had my cosmetology license out of high school and I was trying to work in a salon here, salon there, and just working at Walmart part-time. And then, you know, just working at a call center, the other half. And I was just really trying to figure out life. And it was really, really um, hard for us. Uh, I've shared before that we kind of like eviction notices was kind of just the norm for us. It was just kind of like, oh, okay. Like we, I kind of knew the uh, the process, you know, like I got some time here. I'm going to figure this out. And just not really operating in purpose, not intentional, just kind of going with the flow of life. Whatever was happening was happening. And um, around 2010-11, I received a, I mean, my life was really like uh, spiraling kind of out of control. And I got an offer from my grandparents. They lived in Wisconsin, a place that I said I would never, ever, ever go to again. Uh, they said, hey, we're having problems with the family company. And, you know, you kind of really could use some help right now. So um, you and the kids can move here and work for the family company and just kind of get yourself together. 
you know, um, my grandmother's, you know, she offered to be there, you know, to help support me with my boys. And um, they were seven and four at the time. And uh, I just kind of knew it was a God thing. I knew that at that point in time in my life, I couldn't pass any type of opportunities where it could help me. And so um, my family and friends, everybody had bets, like she's not going nowhere. And I was telling everybody, oh, I'm leaving. Oh, when the kids get out of school, like I'm leaving, I'm getting out of here. And so um, I actually sold everything that I had. I even gave some stuff away for free. Uh, I just kind of let go of everything. And even in that, I was kind of getting kicked down. Um, I lost my last paycheck from my job the day I was supposed to leave. Um, I was getting gas at the gas station. I was mugged. Someone um, jumped in my car while I was driving gas and drove off. I mean, when I tell you things were, I was just like consistently under attack. Like, I mean, I couldn't make some of the stuff up. So I knew that if something, forces were fighting this hard for me to just give up, I knew that if I just was able to get away, I knew I could kind of see a little bit of sunshine. And so that's what I did. I borrowed $150 from a friend because I lost my paycheck. And they were like, we're going to mail it, da 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 you know. So um, my urgency was not their urgency. Right, so right, right. I got in my car and I drove my car across country. I put my kids on the, on the train with my grandparents and me and my uncle, we got in my car and we drove to Milwaukee, Wisconsin on August 22nd of 2011, uh, August 27th, August 27th of 2011. And it was just, I was, I mean, I'm not going to say I walked into just a brand new life because there were some trials and tribulations, but it was me taking that first step, that first leap of faith, that first step to get me out of my mess and get me out of everything that was trying to pull me down, um, including myself, you know, um, the familiarity of things, you know, the crutches that I had here at home, the excuses and the comfortableness of everything. So um, I yeah, moved to Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and started working in my family's business. Um, two weeks in, I moved into our first apartment uh, in Wisconsin, uh, familiar, uh, unfamiliar territory, but I was determined to um, make a better life for me and my children at that time. And I had no idea I was walking into who um, God had created me to be. I had no idea that that was what that step was doing. Um, and I did. And, you know, I got there. I started working in the family business. Um, and things got shaky even there, you know. But even in that, I was able to kind of see myself, see the mistakes I had made myself, see where I was blaming everybody else for my situation and not looking at and hold myself accountable for some situations that I had put myself in. Um, I was able to like literally um, just get myself together. Mentally, I was all over the place. That was, <laughs> um, you're reading my mind because <laughs> I was just about to say, I was going to say, so before you move, so because this is you're going to say before you move, how were you mentally like you're about to say all over the place like talk about that. 
you know, uh, <laughs> just even now in my adult, adult life, understanding um, your mental um, frame of mind, your capacity is something new because it's like, oh, you go through stuff, but you'll get over it. But I mean, I was really, even before I got there and being there, especially in an unfamiliar place and a big change, before I got there, I mean, I was de definitely all over the place. Um, I struggle with anxiety very, very bad. Um, breakdowns, when you say mental breakdowns, I mean, it was like I had become to a point where I was comfortable. If I'm not in a panic, if I'm not mentally unstable in this moment, then something's not right. Hmm. And I knew that it's like it was my best friend. And when I moved and started to, you know, gain control and, you know, better myself, it was like just having just even clear positive thoughts it was like oh no like uh-uh no you're used to having a chaotic mind and you're not going to a new place like we stuck together you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it was a very uh tough time for me to be able to to allow God and allow um people to help me even in just everyday things just um thinking positive not having mm -hmm. a what if mentality like oh, okay what if this goes wrong or what if that happens or what if you know I do this or what if you know that was the the struggling tool you know and just trying mm -hmm. to better myself because I was everywhere here I mean breakdowns after breakdowns you know um having a cry out in the car and then get myself together and go back in and not being able to ask for help was something that was um easy to before I had made a transition and even in the transition, you know, just allowing people to, you know, pray for me or allowing somebody to speak positive in, in my life or to be able to um, receive it was like a defense mechanism, you know, kind of mm -hmm. like, I don't need that right now. I'm okay. I'm good. Mm -hmm. And I really wasn't. So being truthful to myself helped me to overcome um, a lot of what I was going through mentally. Mm-hmm. And you, you kind of started to touch on, I was just going to ask, because um, you said like mentally break, for you to say breakdowns was like the norm and like being, having a panic attack, like if you wasn't panicking, then it was like something was wrong. If you were not panicking, how did that affect your emotion? Like you said, you would go and just cry out, mm -hmm. but like emotionally, how did that take a toll on you? It took an, a toll on me emotionally be, because I was, it struck like a fear in me. Mm. So I'm always fearful. It really kind of gave that, the, those breakdowns and just the um, being mentally unstable kind of really um, brought in a, a strong presence of fear. So mm. I was uh, afraid all the time. Um of every little thing, you know, and then that started to strike like negative thoughts because I'm afraid. So I'm thinking like negative thoughts because I'm afraid of every little thing, anything somebody says. Um, if I'm driving, just driving down the street, you know, I'm sad all the time, you know, I'm on the verge of going off or spat, you know, crying out. And so um, fear and torment really became, it, that kind of stuck to me. That was kind of like the emotional roller coaster I was on because 
Um, I didn't want to do anything. I would, even in that time, I kind of was doing like a little, um, cause I always wanted to be an actress. So even in that time, I was still trying to get different auditions and I'd have friends and people would call me and say, Hey, you know what? If you're close to Chicago, you should go audition for something. And I would drive all the way to Chicago and I just sit in the car. Are you serious? And I'd be so wait, wait, afraid. Wait a minute. You would drive to Chicago from like Wisconsin. Oh, okay, okay. All right. I'm like from Houston and just no, 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 okay, no, no, okay, no, no, okay. no, no, from Wisconsin. But even okay. here, but that, but even here, that stuck with me even when I got to Milwaukee for the first year or two, because even being here, I would drive to just to New Orleans because I was with an agency in New Orleans and they would set me up on things and do things and I would just walk out. I would see someone else come in prettier and I would get like a little comparison complex and you know, oh her shoes look a little better than mine like she's walking so confident I'm gonna just go because they already they already I had already picked them for her you know picked her for them you know mm -hmm. and so um emotionally um man sadness is like a dark cloud kind of hovered over me you know um mm -hmm. and that just goes because I just really didn't know who I was and I wouldn't allow anybody else to pour into me you know, even though I knew the things to do and that just with my disappointment with myself and which I would, wouldn't have never agreed to at that time, but just my disappointment with my life and just the circumstances and some of the consequences that were consequences of some of my actions, um, it kind of had me, uh, girl, when you get to a place that you are mentally, emotionally um, out of there, unstable, it can really create, can play mind tricks on you and have you sometimes blaming everybody around you and not being able to take accountability, you know? Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. think that a good reason why, a good, one of the reasons why it was so important for me to move away was that I was finally able to see me and I was wasn't I couldn't lie to myself anymore mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know and I couldn't lie to those around me because I'm there by myself right and, and that I was just about to go back because you said like uh, emotions like a dark cloud was over and you were always sad mm -hmm. so and before you moved when you moved you moved and you didn't have other people around no. And you didn't allow people to pour into you. So how did that affect you socially as far as like with friends and things like that? Girl, there, was no, there was no social life at all. Um, I tried, I would try to make friends. I made friends in Wisconsin, maybe my third year being there, second to third year being there, actual friends, you know, Um being here, like I would answer my friend's call maybe sometimes and I, if they did say something that was triggering, then it was like delete. Oh, I'm not, I'm not answering her phone calls. And I had to learn down the line, like I really let some good friends go due to, uh, and some good friendships go due to um, a lot of the things that I was going through during that time, because I couldn't see outside of myself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know right. yeah and so your status of life at this time like you kind of explained it already at the beginning you're going you, you have the kids mm -hmm. you're struggling financially mm -hmm. 
struggling mentally, your status of life, like how would you describe it? So after I started to make changes and things of that nature, mm -hmm. Um, so moving, so once I started to shed, you know, um, just guilt, shame, you know, uh, and some things that I was dealing with personally, um, I mean, life became a beautiful thing because I started to make good relationships and I had already been making good relationships with, uh, some people that we work with in business. So, um, people would invite me out. Oh, you're the owner or you're taking over so-and-so. She's the new face of, you know, Terry Lynn. This is the granddaughter. You should come to this. You should come to that. And I was like, you know what? It's time for me to start really um, utilizing, like, I have some good gifts and talents and abilities and people like me and I like being around people, you know? And I can't allow myself to keep holding back you know, all these gifts and talents and everything that, you know, is great about me. And I had to see myself as great. I had to accept some things about myself uh, and not just the negative parts, but the good parts also. And so um, life became a lot brighter and beautiful, especially once I started to mingle with people from work and people who I work with on, the, uh, on different contracts and with different students. And um, it began to really change and cultivate who I am now because I was able to like really embrace me and like I said, the good and the bad and be able to share like my experiences because during that, you know, we did go through some ups and downs in business um, also. Uh, even during my time there in Wisconsin, we, you know, dealt with we lost contracts we had to work hard to get contracts you know we went through a couple of lawsuits which I had learned like okay that's normal in business in the business world but before mm -hmm. I had no idea but going through those hardships kind of really developed character you mm -hmm. know and it developed a um just some good experience and it helped me to see okay you know what even though I'm in this place I'm learning me, I'm learning business, um, being, I'm being able, okay, to take over my parents, my, my family business. Um, it, be, it began to create um, a full life for me, mm -hmm. a fullness mm -hmm. of life that I hadn't experienced before and that I don't think I would have experienced otherwise being here in Texas. And I love Texas, but just my uh, situation during that time. Right. And let me ask this. Okay, because let's say if there's someone going through the same type of situation mentally, emotionally, and, you know, having mental breakdowns and emotionally not stable and going through mess. Yeah. How, like, you were able to move. You were able to get away from this particular environment in Texas. How did you clean up the mess? Like when I say clean up the mess, you move, but then you still had to, once you got to Wisconsin, 
What did you do? How did you change the way you were thinking? So all I had was my grandparents. Okay. And, you know, grandparents sometimes they, well, not going to say sometimes, majority of the times, they they um, are very truthful. They're very honest. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother, she would let me know, you got a really ugly attitude. You're such a pretty girl, but you got an ugly attitude. And I'm like, me? Ugly attitude? So I don't have nobody else to talk to. So I'm sitting here and she's very honest with me and she's teaching me all of these life lessons and teaching me all of these things. Um, But she was honest with me about who I was and I didn't have nobody else to turn to like, oh, okay, you know, um, nobody to pacify me in this moment. And I had to kind of deal with me, you know? it's easy for you to lie to yourself. We can make ourselves believe anything about ourselves. Yep. And it was me and my children and children are brutally honest and they'll let you know sometimes and they'll, and you know, me being able to get away from what was familiar, being able to allow, you know, devotion, go to church, then have family members that was, you know, um, not pacifying me because I wanted to, I wanted to, I was used to being around people who were not always honest to me about me. Mm-hmm. But it was not because they were bad people, but because, you know, when you're friends, you're like, oh, okay, sometimes, you know, learning the true meaning of friendship is not always getting along and pacifying your girlfriend. It's like being honest and truthful and telling them this and that. So um, I, I was able to build uh, a network of people mm-hmm. that was able to be truthful with me. And I had to tell my friends, like, I need you to start holding me accountable. Mm, that's good. I need you to be truthful with me now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, even if I get mad, even if we don't talk for a month or whatever, like I need you to, because I'm trying to work with me and build me and I need people around me to be honest with me and to be truthful with me about me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, with that, of course, of course, much prayer. And I just had to be honest with myself about my situation. And clearly I wasn't doing something right if I made it here. So, okay, let me be open to different opportunities. Let me be open to new. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But let me change maybe what I'm listening to. Let me change maybe what I'm seeing. You know, if I'm seeing negative and drama and this and this and that, let me start changing some things mm-hmm. so that um, I can be good for me. And it was a, it was um a it was a difference it was a big big difference um and it was hard at times but it was important to me um because I wanted to be a better mother I wanted to be a better friend and I wanted to be a better individual for those around me my family members because I wasn't a good friend I would lie to my friends and I was just talking about this in my accountability group like I would lie to my friends like girl what you ain't wrong. You right. This is because, and we're going to be wrong. To, if you wrong, I'm wrong. We're going to be wrong together, you know? And it's like, uh-uh, no, we, no, for real. Like you have to be honest because uh, that's what we're looking for. That's what people are looking for, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you can't be that, if you can't be truthful and honest with your good girlfriends, your brothers, your sisters, you know, um, then who, then can, you really be honest who with? can who can you be <laughs> honest with? And so that was kind of some hard things that I had to do during that time of my life. And I did reach out to some friends that I did just cut off, and some, you know, were you know were receptive, and some was like, "Girl, get off my line," you know. But that was something that um, I had to deal with, you know because of my mess right so let me ask let me let me fast forward okay so so that would well not to but I'm just thinking like what you're saying about your mess and things like that from then so I just want to know how did you go and I'm sure listeners want to know how did you go from where you were to where you are now with as many things that you have and that you do how did you get there so, you know, I, I, I worked in my family's business, um, the business was passed down to my grandmother got ill and it was passed down to me and my brother and my uncle. And we ran that business um, and we changed some things and it just struck something in me. Like, um, of course, I had already been, you know, a, um, a self-employed, you know, majority of my adult career but um just owning and taking over my family's business changed a lot of things for for me because I was now the face of everything and people were looking at me like oh okay it was kind of like a seat that I had to just kind of step into and okay because my brother was looking at me my uncle was looking at me like okay so how are we going to do this now and I just had to move forward so uh we, we took over the family business and then I met my now husband and we um, started a business on our own and I left my the, the family business to my uncle and we started our business together. And um, I mean, we just, I just never looked back with the tools that I had learned and the resources that I had working for my family business that just kind of gave me the step and store I needed to just walk into um walk into my now, my now life. And it was very, very um, rewarding because I now had a business partner that, uh, of course, I love. And, you know, we're seeing the same vision. And we started Saved by Grace Through Faith. And with that, we wanted to name uh, SBGTF Logistics, uh, what we named it, Saved by Grace Through Faith, and just honor God in that business. And just give that business back to God and in doing that, um, it was just like a revelation to me one day, like, okay, you know what? I've been through so much in business and we've been through so much in business. Um, I want to share mm-hmm. my experiences with other business owners. I've been through a lot. I just jumped into this business world. No business degree, no former college but I just jumped into this business world, took over my family's company, went on to start a second company and we've had some rocky roads. So I wanna share with others. I wanna share with other business owners. So uh, my husband and I, we decided to move back to Houston in 2017 and we moved our business, our company here uh, from Wisconsin. And we started uh we also started um safe house realty so we have rental properties in uh, wisconsin 
And um, we just, we moved here and that's how 24 Hour Entrepreneur was born because I said, okay, how am I going to do this? I can't just, you know, I'm helping people start their businesses because people are saying, you're doing transportation. I want to do transportation. How do you get into transportation? So I will start having meetings and helping people. And I said, well, let me put a name to this. So I started the 24 Hour Entrepreneur and that's what we just started sharing business tools and things of that nature. And then word of mouth just started sharing. And people started sharing and saying, hey, she started my business. She started helping me and, and telling me about taxes and telling me about how to set my business up right and telling me how to bookkeep. So, uh, you know, she's this and she's that. So that's kind of how it started. And I was just like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go with this thing, 24-hour entrepreneur. And then um, that's how I got here, just um, taking opportunities. So when people started um, offering opportunities to me, I would take them. Uh, I like to, you know, I always encourage others when opportunities come and good opportunities come, um, set yourself up for those and don't be afraid to take them because you never know what opportunity will come from the next. And even in business, I have lost plenty of contracts, but just having business relationships and people saying, oh, she did this for us and, she, and her company they are good at what they do. They work with integrity. You should work with them. And so then I get another call. Hey, so-and-so told me about you. Are you ready? And it's, sometimes I wasn't, I'm like, okay, I don't know if I'm prepared, but I am. I see the opportunity in it and I see how it can change others' lives and I see how it can create jobs for others. So I'm going to take it and we're going to work this thing out. I'm going to give my team. We're going to take this opportunity. So um, that was one big thing that helped me to kind of move up the ladder and help me to uh, be where I am today is really, really taking risk and taking advantage of opportunities when they came and not being afraid. Uh, that was something important for uh, to me. And that's what I always I tell my kids and anyone who's looking for any type of advice, don't be afraid to take opportunity. Um, I'm always telling my kids, don't save for a rainy day, save for an opportunity because sometimes opportunity comes and it's a price tag to it. You know, are you willing to sacrifice a little money for this opportunity that's come because it'll help you, uh, in the long run, you know, even not even just, you know, financially, but time-wise, it's going to take a little time from you, you know, set yourself up for, you know, opportunities when they come. So, that is something that was really helpful. And then um, in 2019, I wrote The Christian Entrepreneur. And that was me um, putting everything down on paper on how, you know, I started to run my business and how I started to, um, the tools, the mental and emotional tools I used um, from the Bible to create a successful business. So, um, that is like my sweetheart, my book. Um, it talks about, you know, prayer, accountability. It talks about, um, you know, your mindset, you know, and that was having to gain control and change my mindset was a big part of me, um, growing mentally of me growing emotionally and gaining control of those mental attacks and that emotional unstable state I was in was really actually changing my mind frame and my mindset on how I saw myself, how I saw life, how I saw opportunity, how I saw 
others. So yeah, that was it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I was like, I'm jumping in. That, that, okay. Everything that you just said, like I was going to say, you know, give some words of encouragement, but literally all of that, what you just said was so encouraging. I know you're saying like, you're saying that's what you did. And what I'm saying is exactly what you just said you did is what I'm hoping people will be encouraged to do because that was it, like point by point. And so let me ask, if someone, because you said, is it in the book, some of the things that you did mentally and emotionally? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if someone wanted to uh, contact you or get a hold of the book, how can they do that? So you can purchase my book on 24hourentrepreneur.com. That's 24hrentrepreneur.com. And you can go to the shop tab and right under the shop tab, you can click shop and there's some products there. And my book is one of the products there. And it's actually on sale through the month of March, um, from throughout the month of March. And it's on sale for $9.99. It's normally $15.99. You can go directly to my website and purchase it. Some people love Amazon. It's also on Amazon and it's also on Barnes and Noble. But uh, sometimes they take maybe like two to three weeks to get it. But if you purchase directly from my website, you can get it within three to five days. Okay, awesome. And are you still helping uh, people get businesses started? Yes. How yes. can someone yes. do that? Yes, so you can go to my website and schedule a consultation and we can go through um, how to start your business, what type of business you should start. And we talk about like, just like your purpose. We talk about what your natural gifts and abilities are because a lot of people want to start businesses but don't know where to start. And, or they have opportunities in areas um, that they're not sure of, but it can help them. Um, it can help them utilize or use their natural gifts and abilities, even in those businesses that they don't think. So we do a nice brainstorming uh, session that I have on the website. You can go and book one of those. You can email me um, at uh, info at twenty four hourentrepreneur dot com. I respond to emails. If you are on social media, all my social media platforms is twenty four hour entrepreneur. Uh, Twitter is bizmagnate, B-I-Z-M-A-G-N-A-T-E, but you can pretty much find me anywhere on there. Make sure you put H-R because it's uh, somebody else's 24-H-O-U-R, but it's 24-H-R. That's where you can reach me. I have an accountability group every Monday. People are free to jump on on Mondays to join the accountability group, um, it's every Monday via Zoom and via our Facebook community. So um, the Facebook community is the Christian Entrepreneur Network. And you can, uh, it's a private group and I go live in there every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Um, and anybody can join uh, that as well. And uh, yeah, so we have quarterly events you know, where business owners come together that, you know, you can join and things of that nature. So if you go to my website and before you purchase your book, you can um, sign up for my email subscription. And then that will, when you sign up for my email subscription, when you subscribe uh, to the email list, that will keep you up with everything that's going on. So we send the email about one to two uh, days a week and that gives you all the updates uh, when the book goes on sale, that gives you the updates on the accountability group. When we have um, community meetups, that gives you all the information you need for 24-hour uh, entrepreneur. 
Awesome. And before we wrap up, I want to ask you this question really quickly. I know you were awarded an award the other day. Yes. Can you tell everyone what was the award that you received? I received the presidential, a, a presidential uh, lifetime achievement award um, signed and given by President Joe Biden. I'm so thankful to God for it. I'm so thankful for the community of ladies. Uh, it went through the um, through the organization Christian Women in Leadership, and I mean, it was amazing. There were some amazing women in the house. A princess from Nigeria, she was awarded. Uh, I mean. It was a time to be in a room full of influential people. And sometimes you don't think about the influence that you make on um, different communities, but you know, what you're doing is amazing, Tracy. Like I really, really love the podcast. I was super excited when you invited me on um, just to be awarded, you know, through the organization it kind of motivated me to continue um, the works that we do because you never know who you're helping. You never know who you're inspiring. You never know who you're motivating. And it was just a blessing to walk in the room and some people know who you are and you don't even know who they, they know are. Mm -hmm. I don't even know they know me. So um, I was very, very excited for that, um, to be an honoree in that evening uh it was just amazing it was amazing and my mom she came with me and uh it was just a good time to to spend time with my mom and just to uh get that award and they gave me a pen oh, i didn't have it on my uh desk but it's not here anymore they gave me a pen and a personalized letter from the uh president and it was just an amazing accomplishment and i'm just so thankful i'm so thankful I did have it up here, but I guess my husband put it up because I was like, I'm going to look at this for a little bit. Up for a little bit. And I just wanted, I, I want to tell you congratulations Thank on you. that. I am so proud of you. Thank and you. I have seen you grow from a young lady into a mature woman. <laughs> And you are very influential. And as you can see with that award, you also make a difference in other people's lives. And you are worthy, just as worthy as a princess yes. from any other country yes. Yes. to be in that room. And yes. so thank, thank you, you for everything that you've done. And I just want to make, I wanted to make sure I congratulated you. Thank you. Job well done. Thank you so much, Tracy. Thank you. This is so, this means a lot to me. I am so thankful for you, Tracy. You gave me my first job uh, <laughs> way back, uh, you know, uh, at JCPenney's. And I mean, thank you so much. Just even for the opportunity back then, I am so thankful uh, and thankful for being a part of this podcast. This is such a blessing. Thank you. No problem. And <laughs> I'm going to ask you, do you have any last minute, not last minute, but last words you would like to leave the listeners with? Maybe some words of advice or encouragement. Yes. I said, I did write down some words. Yes. So um, don't be afraid to be confident and be um, your authentic self. 
what is for you is for you. No one can take what's from you. Your tribe will find you. Blessings will find you. Things will find you. Just continue to be who you are uh, and embrace who God has created you to be. Those are awesome words. Embrace who God has created you to be. And so as we wrap up this episode of What's Your Mess, I want to leave you with this. Remember, if you want to be sad, live in the past. If you want to be anxious and worried, keep thinking about the future. But if you want to be happy, live in the present and be grateful for the things that you do have today. This is Tracy D. Armstrong with What's Your Mess. Have a good day, y'all. Hey everyone and welcome back to my podcast. Um, if I'm too bright, I'm sorry. It's just I'm trying to use my setup the mic that I have. But anyhow, um, let's get started. So today's episode is all about what kind of changes is um, coming for me and what am I doing to change things in my life and why. Um, I, I need to make a lot of changes and I mean a lot of changes because if I don't, I'm just going to keep going on the same path I'm always going on where I just say I'm going to do something and I don't do it. So um, I decided to take about a belly. It's like, who gives a crap? I'm going to do it. And I don't care what anybody has to say. So these are the changes I have to make. I am now making myself a routine. And the routine that I'm making is actually um, a routine that I started where I'm writing down the routine that I want to do during the day. And I did, I did a short for it, um, showing people what I'm supposed to be doing. Today, I'm spo- I made, I had to call the doctor's office, which I did because I missed the doctor's appointment with my daughter. Um, I was supposed to um, go to, you know, I was supposed to work out, but I didn't work out today, which um, I could still do some yoga before I go to bed, which I'm going to. Um, I'm supposed to have a shower today. Um, I'm supposed to be making dinner. Dinner's on right now. And, um, yeah, like things like that, like, uh, important things I have to do, I'm actually doing it. Um, I'm putting it down on a routine and, and everything like that. Um, like I'll, I'll put the TikTok, the, the short that I did right here so you can see it I'll, or I'll put it right here. Um, but yeah, like that's what I am doing. I'm even um, trying to make a schedule of what kind of workouts to do. I'm going to keep track of it. Like today I didn't do any workouts, like say squats or I didn't do resistant bands or any of that stuff. So tomorrow I'll do something different. But I actually printed off three weeks worth of stuff. So I have three weeks to do it and get it under control. The other thing that I'm doing is I'm actually um, making a budget now. So what I'm doing for my budget is I'm using my two incomes that I have coming in through the month, which is, I'm sorry for saying this is fixed income, so if you guys know what I'm talking about, um, if you're in Canada. Um, so I'm using those two incomes, my child tax and my GST, and I'm making uh, a budget for it. And that is the budget I have to follow. So I have a budget where I have to pay my rent, I have to pay my car payment, I have to make a payment towards my car insurance and everything like that. So I, I have to follow that budget for this month and then next month I'll do another budget. I even did a video on it. So I linked my YouTube channel down below um, on my podcast 
on this episode. Um, go check out my YouTube channel. You can find everything there. I do have a book channel where I talk about books and reviews and um, what book I'm reading now. I'm reading a romance because it is February um, and that. And I have been reading the 101 essays. That's the other thing. I'm going to be reading a lot of um, self-help books this this um, next couple months to help me through my mental health but at the same time actually help me um, motivate myself to do all this and everything like that. So if I can motivate myself and read a book to help me motivate myself to do the workout, to do get up every morning at 6 o'clock, get the kids off to school, get the lunches made, you know, clean the house, um, clean my room, make my bed, things like that. That is the kind of stuff that I want to make changes in my life to make myself feel better and feel like I'm accomplishing something. The other thing I want to do is I actually want to start finding a place to live. That's one of the changes that is going to come in my life this year, and I'm going to make sure of it, and I'm going to manifest it, and I'm going to pray to God. I'm going to keep praying and say, hey, I need my own place. Because right now I live with my parents, okay? And that is the thing. Like, just getting my own place is the main thing this year, but at the same time, the other thing is, is that I'm trying to get my sister who is um, a book channel YouTuber, she's a YouTuber herself, she does a lot of things on books, um, a little library. I'm trying to get her to start a podcast because she loves books, she loves to read, and she's always has loved to read, and I'm hoping maybe we can do a collaboration or something on our podcasts about things, but we'll, we'll see what happens, right? We'll, we'll see, we'll see what we can do. But that's, that's the thing, like, that comes with time, that comes with change. The other thing I want to change is um, going to bed on time, like going to bed at a good time, like going to bed at, at 8 o'clock at night and then waking up at 6 o'clock. Having a good 8 hours sleep will help me um, function every day just to be able to do things. That is the major thing that I want to do is just make a lot of, a lot of changes in my life make it, that would be good for me, getting out of the habits that I'm used to getting out of the habits that I know that I shouldn't be in and I know I shouldn't have but those habits are going to uh, disappear in time like me vlogging that was supposed to happen today to put up a video because I fixed my um I fixed my um banner for my youtube channel right and it, it says Monday Wednesday and Friday I'll be putting videos up on that channel but I have a fitness channel and I have to fit, and I'm going to be working on that on Kavanaugh is where I will be work, redoing the, 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 um, fitness thing. I'm redoing the, um, banner on my um, YouTube channel for that. So I'll be working on that tonight and, um, I'm hoping, like, I'm not going to go all out like I used to, like I used to think, oh, well, these people have this, this YouTuber has that, and this YouTuber, no, no, that's not the way I'm doing it. I'm just going to do it simple and normal and the way I like it. I'm not going to do what I think that people want to see on my channel. No. I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's the one thing that I need to change in my attitude and in my head. It's like, um, don't do what this person's doing. Do what you want to do. Don't follow this person because this person's doing it. It's working for them, but this could work for you. Or this could work for you. You know what I mean? Like, I have to figure that out. I, and it's going to take time. Like I said, I'm going to keep saying it, but making a routine, getting on a routine, um, and getting on a budget and just managing my money right and then doing my fitness goals and my 
my habits and, and writing it all down and even writing in my journal. I want to do that. I want to be able to do all that stuff. But the reason I want to do this is because of the fact that I have made wrong choices in the last six years of doing YouTube. And I thought I was making the right choices for my channels. And I haven't been. So I do a lot of shorts too. I do a lot of TikToks. I do a lot of that stuff. But I even have an Instagram where I put up self-help stuff. From TikTok, the other people's TikToks that they put. And I think that the fact that, and I even do it on Facebook. And the fact that I do that is helping me understand what I need to do and not to listen to other people and not to listen to the people around me, right? But yeah. But that's the thing, right? You gotta make these changes or to function and to be able to get somewhere in life. So if I wanna do something, I'm going to do it. And if I don't care what that person has to say, like just recently I put uh, a short up about my nails. I got my nails done last week and somebody made a comment saying, dumb, dumb, ugly video, YouTube video, whatever it is. And that didn't, I just deleted that comment because I was like, going, I don't care what you have to say. I like my nails. They look good on me. I feel comfortable with them. And it takes a lot for me to do something. So that's the other thing that I'm going to change. Is coming out of my comfort place and just doing it. Just do it and not let anybody stop you otherwise. The other thing is, is I did, uh, what is it? I recorded myself. I, I didn't record myself, but I recorded myself, um, like doing, um, what, what is it called? Um, I, I wrote up my to-do list yesterday and I actually put it all out and then I did a short for it. And the guy made a comment, I'll show you. The guy made a comment on this, like, okay, that's how I write. You got a problem with it, don't make the comment on it. I don't have to put A and B at all. I just put the at sign and there you go. To-do list at routine at scheduling. I did that because I couldn't put it right next to each other and I didn't want to waste any paper because paper is expensive. Let me tell you that. I went and bought paper one day and it cost me $47 just for paper for my printer. Ink's even expensive. It's, it's going to take us. That's not the point. The point is, is, is a lot of things are going to be changing in my life in the next 12, 11 months of this year. And I'm hoping that by December, those changes that I make are good for me and good for my children, but plus are good for me because of, of my habits that I have. That is the one thing that I want to change is my habits, my bad habits that I have. I have the habit of, um, you know, eating too much junk food, drinking too much um, bubbly, which I do. And I'm trying to take myself off pop, but I'm having difficulties doing that. So sometimes I need a pop, but sometimes it's like when I had COVID over the summer, it tasted more like watery, like it was watered down and everything. But yeah. But the point is this, is that, sorry about that, that's my niece in the background. I live with my family if you hear any noises. But the sad thing is, is that if you want to change your habits, you can do it. Don't let anybody stop you. I want to start going back to the gym. I want to start working out. And those are the habits that I want to get into. Right now, I'm not into those habits. Right now, I sit on my bed, I watch TV, I go on my phone, I do all of that. I'm even getting a lock thing from my phone here to go into. So when I have to do something like this, or I have to do a video or a book video, or if I have to read a book, 
I could put it in the lockbox for let's say an hour or an hour and a half and be able to do that stuff, okay? Be able to do that stuff and not have to go back on my phone and be able to be distracted by it. And I've seen YouTubers use those boxes to clean their houses, to do what they need to do because they're on their phone constantly. They'll go on TikTok like I do. I'm not saying anything's against it. I go on TikTok and I just swipe up and I keep swiping up and I keep swiping up and I like and I follow and things like that on TikTok. I even do it on YouTube. I watch a lot of shorts and like, follow, subscribe. That's what I do. And I have to get out of that. Like, I'm not going to get, I, I like to follow and subscribe to people, but I have to get to the point to where I do what I need to do to get it done. I've ordered a lot of things off of Etsy that has to do with PD files to all of that to help me with stuff. And like I showed you there, my routine thing and my to-do list and getting on a schedule and everything like that. That is actually something I, I printed off from Etsy. I bought it from Etsy and it actually has, I used it last year for a bit and it was helping me to get things done and remind me that I have to do some stuff. The other things too, the budget, all of it, <coughs> sorry, um, all of it. I had, you know, I got it from Etsy and I bought it for like maybe three to four bucks. And I even bought an ADHD because I have ADHD. And I, and you, you guys probably know that who's been listening to me. Um, I even bought an ADHD journal and to help me with some stuff like making my bed, you know, brushing my teeth, you know, just to remind me to do certain things because I get into the habit where I just don't want to do it. And then there's the, um, the one is scheduling. The one is, the other one is scheduling. Um, yeah. So yeah, like that's pretty much it. But that's the thing, right? You got to be able to do it. And the other one is making appointments and everything. I forgot about doctor's appointments today, guys. And it was for my daughter and me. And my daughter got mad at me because it was at 9.30 in the morning and I forgot to write it down. And I don't know if there's any parents listening to this, but I, I don't know if you guys do the exact same thing. You guys forget to write things down and you forget that there's appointments and everything like that. And you feel like crap after. I felt really like crap because she needed to see the doctor, but I rebooked it for the 27th at 2.30 and I feel so bad because she wants to see the doctor because her mental health is off um, her anxiety is like this like going up and down and that so like I'm just I gotta get her to the doctor I gotta get myself to the doctor too but um but yeah like it's 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 just so much and it's like on it's like we're doing my podcast I want to do more episodes on my podcast, get it noticed and everything like that. I want to get out there and just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do it. And that's all to it. But like I said, just by talking about it, just by getting into those habits and making those changes in my life is going to be an amazing benefit for me, but it's going to be an amazing benefit for my children and my, my family and everything. And probably I'll see a difference in myself. Like this summer, I want to go do a lot of trails because I have a series on my YouTube channel, my main channel, The Discos, and I um, go and do trails. And I I have one more to do where we were, and um, we're going to do that probably in March or April because I don't know what the weather's going to be like because sometimes we have some types of weathers in Canada that's not good and that is good. Um, we have times where we're, like, I live in the country, and we're, like, um, 
stuck at home because we're we can't get out or it's too cold or the roads are too bad so it, it's kind of hard for us to judge it in March we usually get an ice storm for the last winter and when we get that we have to um, be careful because like that ice storm I drove in, in it before like three years or six years ago I drove in it from London to home when I was living in Stratford and it was awful and I mean awful guys like I had to drive on the side of the road to be able to get home because that's how bad the roads were and it, like I will never do that again my car stays parked and that's all to it and I don't drive when that ice storm comes around but I don't know if we're gonna get it this year like we've had some really bad winter weather lately and um we've been having cold fronts and all of that stuff so I don't know what we're doing um if the groundhog saw his I don't follow that but if the groundhog saw his little um shadow then we're gonna not have an extra six weeks of snow but if he didn't we will but no matter what we always and that's the thing that nobody understands here we always have six weeks of extra snow even though the groundhog has seen his shadow and we always do and that's coming from somebody in canada i don't know about what other canadians think but that's what i think like we we go through it you know but like i was saying like when the summer comes pulling out the shorts pulling up the swimsuits going to the beach jumping on my comfort clothes i have two-piece swimsuits i have i have it all and i'm actually going to be doing a swimsuit haul on my one channel on this channel and um and i'm going to try them on and we'll come out of my comfort place and i'm just going to do it i'm just going to say you know what i'm going to do it i don't care what people think of me I do, but I don't care what other people think of me because this is my life, not theirs. But I have to figure out what I'm going to do and when I'm going to do it and just do it. If I come back on this week and do another episode of a podcast, I'll come back on and do another episode of this podcast. If you're listening to me, thank you for listening to me. Thank you for giving me this chance. Thank you for downloading it. Thank you for coming and listening to me rant and rave about my struggles of losing weight, uh, my struggles with my mental health, with with all of it, with talking about my ADHD, all of it. Like, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to tell you how I'm feeling and how life is affecting me in everyday life. I'm, I'm trying to lose the weight and struggling with gaining it, then losing it, then gaining it, then losing it. Thank you so much for listening to me. But the truth is this, is that I know I have to get my life on track. I know I have to get my life back to normal. And it's going to take a while because, you know, our lives were all turned upside down in 2020 when we all had to be safe, kept home with our families and everything like that. I understand. I totally do. But as for, you know, the losing of the weight, going back to the gym, I, I was going to the gym there for a bit, but then I stopped. But I want to go back. And I have to get that habit in where I go at say five, six o'clock in the morning going to the gym, starting my day at that time, coming home, sending the kids off to school, then going and doing yoga, do a yoga class, do this, do that. I need to get into that habit and it's gonna take a while and I'm gonna keep talking about it on this podcast about my habits and how I'm dealing with them. But dealing with losing weight, I'm I'm struggling. Like I, I go up and down from two fit to I I'm not two fifty one. And I'm sticking at 251 and it's 
irritating to no end that I'm sticking with. And I know that I have to get to love my body, but I have a problem with that. I can't, lo I don't love my body. I don't like my body. I have body, more, um, body problems. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I look in a pair of jeans. I don't like the way I look in a pair of jogging pants. I don't like the way I look in any of that thing. I bought a bodysuit. I, I wore it once, and I don't like the fact how it makes me feel. It doesn't sink everything in. And, you know, the sad part is, is that when you listen to these people on these commercials, and they show you these pictures, I'll never believe anything you see. Because it's all um, altered. To make you want to buy it. It's like with the Instagram stuff. I buy things off of Instagram all the time. And it's not what I was looking for. It wasn't the thing I was trying to find. It was something else. Right? And I've bought a couple things from Instagram. And a couple things from Facebook. And a couple things. And they're not the products that I see on. That I bought. They're something different. And that is the thing. Like how are you supposed to to believe these ads like just recently i last month i purchased something from not last month but the month before i purchased something from amazon it's two mystery boxes did i get them oh no i did not but then i found out it was a scam and i fell for one of the amazon scams don't ever fall for that um you know the workout equipment i bought workout equipment online and it's not what they say it is in the picture and it's something different. Um, like, just be careful with the ads that you see out there be on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I haven't bought anything from TikTok. I've watched a lot of videos on TikToks, uh, viral TikToks that have gone viral, and they seem to be legit. They seem to be what the, these people are buying. But I've had it to the point where I bought a drone, and the drone wasn't even the drone that I was supposed to get. It was some cheap made thing. And it was like going, okay, so I was supposed to get a drone. Where's the drone? This isn't the drone. And it wasn't working and it broke the same day I bought it. So yeah, and I never got my money back for that. And I was so disappointed in myself that I wasted 30 bucks on that. And it wasn't even the drone that was in the picture. So you got to be careful because off-market people, people who have off-market things are selling them. And they're not, it's like with this bodysuit that they're saying on Instagram, it's the bodysuit of the world. And they're using someone else's ad. Don't ever believe that. Like, I can tell you how many things I have bought from those things. And they're all fake. And it's like, well, on this bodysuit, it's supposed to squeeze my fat in. You know, it's supposed to be a body shape type of thing. It's not a body shape type of thing, guys. It's, it's not. I wore it to get my nails done. And it did not take. It didn't shrink my waist. It didn't. And it's kind of weird because um, I've even bought bodysuits from Amazon and they were two extras and they did not fit me. They wouldn't go on. And that was the most embarrassing thing. That's the other thing. Just trying my best on not to let things like that get to me is one of the things that I'm going to have to do. But I don't let a lot of things get to me. If it gets really bad, it does get to me. But if it doesn't, it doesn't. But anyhow. Like, I'm sorry for ranting, I'm sorry for just going on about some stupidest things, that, but from experience of buying stuff from Amazon, from Instagram and Facebook, like, I did get something legit. I brought my daughter to stuff animals from, let's say, Facebook, an ad from Facebook, and it was the actual thing, and it came in, and it was $2.99. 
cute little banana cut and um, something else. Little stuffy. And it was legit. It was what it said it was going to be. But sometimes it's not. And I repeat, it's not. It is something else. Like I bought this, these overalls, and it was supposed to be something funky. And it came in looking like something else. And I bought an orange one and a black one, and the black one just fucking. I'm sort of saying this, guys, but the fucking black one stinks so bad that I had to wash it. And it smelled so bad. It, it smelled like something from Sheen. Like, I bought black jeans from Sheen before, and I've had it to the point where Sheen jeans actually stink. But like I said, getting out of that habit of buying things like that is going to be hard for me because, like, I love React. I love this stuff. Even with hair loss, because I have hair loss, um, just trying to get that stuff. Just trying to. So the things that I'm going to change in my life is trying not to buy things that are ads on Instagram. I can't promise you everything. Um, trying to buy the legit stuff and find it online properly. Um, find the actual, just buy, you know what, if you can afford it, yeah, get the knockoff from okay. it. Like, I'm not saying not to, but get the knockoff from okay. it because it's cheaper, right? Because the normal one could be like 168 to 200 bucks. But, like, things are just expensive, it's ridiculous. But just trying not to buy a lot of things off the ads, um, trying to make sure that it is what it is, doing, doing my research is one of them. Um, when I want to talk about something, do a research on it. The other thing is don't take people serious, just shrug it off and go, whatever, you know, that's part of life, you know, that people want to be like this, that's fine, you know. Um, just trying to, sorry guys, my computer keeps going off on me, but just trying to get to the point where um, you're not buying fake things, you're not buying things off of Instagram or Facebook that's not legit. So yeah, that's gonna be hard, but I'm gonna be able. To, I think I'm gonna be able to do it. Just sticking to my budget is one of the things that I'm gonna have to do in my life, and changing that, like sticking to a budget, saying okay, I have this much money, I can't spend this, I have this, okay, waiting for my bills to come out. That's gonna be the biggest life changing that I'm gonna have to make. But plus, I'm trying to get off my ass and just make a big life change, and how I'm gonna do it, and just keep talking to you guys about it, who listens, who watches. And just enjoy myself doing it, and hopefully to God that I can, you know, hopefully to God that I, sorry for saying his name in vain, if anybody's listening to this, um, hopefully I can do it, and I can do it to the point where if I believe in myself, I know I can do it, I can do whatever I want, just trying to get to that point is going to be difficult for me, but getting to it will be accomplished in my life. I feel good. I'll keep going on that routine. I will not stop. I'll just keep going and going and going until I get to where I want to be. A place of my own. Losing weight. Being healthy for my kids. And, yeah. And then, do me a favor. When you're talking to a woman online, don't automatically call them up and start doing something to yourself because you think that woman needs to see that. No, we just want to talk. But I'm sorry to mention that. I shouldn't have mentioned that. I'm not interested in seeing that right now. I'm interested in getting to know somebody. I am a single mother of two. And I don't really care if this causes competition. But seriously, we're not interested in seeing it. Or you doing something to it. While we're sitting here on the phone with you. Just by experience. Please do not do that. It's my life. But 
like I'm just like so baffled <laughs> that I know I can do it. I believe in myself. I can do it. But those are the life changing that I want to make in my life. And I'm hoping that I can do it. And that I can get off on that and make those life changing. And just do it. Because seriously, you know, if I want to be a better person, if I want to be in a better place in my life, in five to six years down the road, I have to get off my ass and do it. And manifesting it or talking about it or believing in it and people look at you going, no, you can't do it. Just say, fuck you and go. You know what I mean? I stopped myself there. Just, excuse me. Just, you know, let's just do it. Who cares what people think? Who cares what people say? have to say? Just get up and do it and prove to yourself that you can. Don't prove it to that person. Prove it to yourself. Because let me tell you something. That's what I'm doing. I've always been told that I can't do anything. I'm going to prove to these people. And I'm going to prove to myself, actually. I'm actually not going to prove it to these people. But I'm going to prove it to myself that I can do it. And I can do anything. That's why I do YouTube. And that's why I do my podcast. Is to prove to myself that I can get the courage up, sit in front of a mic, and tell you guys on how I feel and what I what is going through my mind and how I'm dealing with it and how I'm dealing with my weight loss, how I'm dealing with just gaining weight, not able to lose it. I am doing this to prove to myself that I can do it and come out of my comfort place and tell people, F you, leave me alone, grow up, and stop controlling me and stop telling me that I need to do this or do that. This is my body, not yours. If I want to lose the weight, I'm going to lose the weight. If I want to go out and eat hamburgers and onions, go out and eat hamburgers. Like, I have to get to that point, but I, I, I know I have to. And I'm going to get to that point. And I'm going to take time to do it. But I can tell you one thing right now. Just trying to get there is going to be the hardest thing I have to do. Because I'm going to have stumps and I'm going to have problems. But anyhow, this is going to be a 30-minute podcast. And I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you enjoyed my rant. But before I end it, please hit the subscribe button, notification button. And don't forget to, um, you know, don't forget to go check out the video. I'll link it down below. But I did leave my YouTube channel down below that has this on it. And go check it out. And I hope you guys are having an amazing day. I'm sorry if I said anything offensive, and I'm sorry that if you didn't like what I said. But anyhow, I'm just trying to get this to um, 30 minutes. But you all have a good day, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button and the notification button. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye.